This podcast is about the athletes of the 70s and 80s, where we discuss athletics from the city of Toledo, Ohio. Check us out on Facebook, Athletes of the 70s and 80s. Red Division, Central Catholic, DeVilbis, Matt Cumber, Scott, Start, Woodward. Blue Division, Bowser, Libby, Rogers, St. Francis, St. John's, Wait, Cardinal Stritch, Toledo City League. This is the Toledo Athletes of the 70s and 80s podcast. You got the chill, 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 chill. Man, just to see somebody write on a page, hey, that was my uncle, that was my brother. Thank you so very much. You know, man, what that means to them, and I can't replace that. Toledo athletes of the 70s and 80s, welcome to the show. Toledo Rogers, track star and legend, Sherry Perry Isaac. How are you tonight? I'm wonderful. Rams in the house. Former Ohio State defensive end, Toledo High School standout, all state defensive end, Dennis Houston. Good evening, man. Thanks for having me. Toledo Scott Bulldog, Toledo City League Hall of Famer, Felicia Hill. The city was full of girls that was born. This podcast can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Radio Public, Google Podcasts. And anchor. This is Toledo Athletes of the 70s and 80s podcast. Family, welcome to the show, Robert Moody the Third. How are you, brother? Man, I'm blessed. Great to hear you, man. Great to hear you and man, see you. I'm honored to be here. Awesome, awesome, awesome for you to be here. You had a significant influence and effect on me. Got you. <laughs> and you, vice versa for me. You, my friend, were instrumental in who I've become. And I just want the family to know I really appreciate you, man. I really appreciate you. A Toledo <laughs> Scott Bulldog legend. You are a competitor. You are a hard worker. And you had this thing that you never wanted to lose. And I loved it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> never lose, right? <laughs> that is awesome. Um, I'm yeah. so glad you're here. How have you been? Man, I'm blessed. Um, family as well. I'm healthy. Um, work is steady. I teach now. Awesome. Yeah. So I was a therapist for years. Um, cognitive behavioral health. Yes, sir. So I worked with a uh, child sex offenders for years. I was a therapist in the okay. criminal justice system. Okay. So. Let's get right into it, brother. Um, yes. Let's let's do this. You, uh, in my opinion. Um, almost single-handedly ended our streak over at Macumber. <laughs> but I took care of that my senior year. But your senior year, y'all came back and did a wonderful thing uh, with uh, coming from the Red Division. A lot of us guys grew up Scott Bulldog fans, let's just be real, even though we went to yeah. other high schools. Right. Ah, man. Uh, tell the family how you got interested 
in football? How did that start for you playing in the Toledo City League? Oh, uh, football. I think that game chose me, Hank. It's uh, I was better at basketball at first. That was my sport. But Hank, I was born December 15th. I was born addicted to heroin. Um, I came home on Super Bowl Sunday, the first Super Bowl. My bassinet was sitting right next to the TV. Um, it's, it's just been in me ever since. Um, playing in the city league, playing the street ball with my friends, you in the abandoned lots with glass and bricks and, and, and everything else. That'll get your foot work, work right real quick. Plus, we was tackling on the cement, remember? Yes. Yeah, so. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I started out at Gunkle with uh, Howard okay. Hicks and, and, and a lot of Southside friends, man, a lot of Libby guys I grew up with. Mm -hmm. um, and it just took off from there. A lot of great friendships, man, with football. It was a lot of escape. You know what kind of neighborhoods we came up in. Yes. Um, how, how we would sit on the porch all day and talk about who we want to play for, what uniforms we want to wear, Indeed. what schools we want to represent. See, those dreams and those talks I took with me in every locker room I ever been in. Yes, sir. So talking to Avery when he was playing to DeVille, because I thought that was great when we was little and thought he oh, was yeah. the greatest. Um, there's some of the people we looked up to and uh, the relationships that we had. Um, I didn't understand why everybody else didn't feel the same urgency as I was. I didn't know I was a psycho like that. <laughs> I had... <laughs> yeah, but it was it was every day, all day for me, man. From when I was two or three, I slept in a football helmet. Yes, my sir. grandmother used to take it take it off me in the middle of the night. So it was it was my way out, and I loved it. Still have one. Got one right here. Got one right here. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> so uh -huh. it, it probably won't come up on because I'm running that virtual background. But yeah, I'll you run the you. virtual, but I'm seeing green and white. I seen some stripes, baby. <laughs> I'll send you a picture of it. Hey, look, uh -huh. man, I still remember the first face mask you had when we were playing for Glenwood. Really? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Real. I think it was that Chuck Muncy. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, so the family has an understanding of what we're talking about. We played for a team called Glenwood. I was in the eighth grade, and I believe you were in the seventh grade. You might right. have been oh. in the sixth grade. I was in the sixth grade. In the sixth grade, right. Yeah. And so the family. 1979. You were in the sixth grade. I was in the eighth grade, and you were our starting quarterback a sixth grader. And when I tell you family that this is one of the most intense men I've ever met in my life, he was our starting quarterback. And the reason why he didn't remain our starting quarterback, because he left the team and went and played for another team uh, in the, in the CY, at CYA league, the Catholic CY, youth league. CYO. I was a CYO, CYO. kid. I was yeah. playing with my neighborhood friends. You know? Right, right, exactly. So right. I just want the family to understand that you were a sixth grader and you were running a football team right. offense <laughs> well, and look, telling Hank everybody was... where to go, when to go, how to get there. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's that started at Gunkel, man. I started um, playing eighth grade football in the fourth grade. Yes. So I was over there with Goose Crumby, Coach okay. Crumby. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He was my first coach. Wow. Over there, over there with the cowboy boots. And I'm playing, I had uh, 
Big Mark Fincher, he was already six foot five. Yes. And you know, um, Victor Harris, he was my center. Wow, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, Big Victor wow. was my first center. First hands my uh, butt I ever touched. <laughs> 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 what am I? <laughs> I thought I thought one of the most amazing things that 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 I could remember was the fact that you were younger than us. Yeah, but I think your intensity matched ours and surpassed ours at most <laughs> most plays on the field and most of the time. So, and so I don't think anybody realized at the time that you were two years younger. We just thought you were, you know, that's Moody. He, he was right. our quarterback. So, <laughs> and after you left, and then Matt became our starting quarterback, Matt Davis. Matt Davis, right. Yeah, which you ended up being teammates with over at Scott High School. Over Scott, yeah, right. Yeah. Yep, you got it. Yeah. You, you were getting sought after, I'm sure. Oh, my God. By... All the way from Fostoria, St. Wendelin. Exactly. When schools tell you they don't recruit, that's a lie. <laughs> right? They've been paying for my camp since the fifth grade. Wow. Basketball wow. was the big thing. That was uh, Bill Axon, those guys from Central. Yes. yes. Yeah, so. And then Byron, those guys started in and uh, – Toth from Central, um, yes, yeah. So every Catholic school in the area, all the way, all the way to Fostoria. Okay, so, but, so uh, then you 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 have to make a decision now. It's time to go to high school because yeah. you, did, you did very 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 well. Your uh -huh. so the family knows. Bobby Moody was a great athlete, and and and, and from my understanding, he's still bench pressing three hundred pounds. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't. I don't want anybody guns. I don't want anybody to, <laughs> to 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 not realize and recognize the fact that you were extremely athletic. Because I played on the field against you, and I wish that you was on the team with me <laughs> when we played over at Scott High School. So, right. and let I me let me tell you, let me tell you about the uh, well the Catholic school thing. How that, how that blew up was uh, yes, sir. Although there were some other great athletes, um, Derek Bobo, Tony Nicholson, those guys. Yes. We went to St. Mary's. Um, okay. And we didn't lose a basketball game from the sixth through the eighth grade. So they were coming to get us anywhere, anyway. Mm -hmm. uh, football, um, I had 35 touchdowns in 10 games. Yes. And, and uh, Toy Bowl championship. So those guys just knew I was coming there. Mm -hmm. And um, I knew the truth by being from where I was. They didn't pay attention to. When I left Catholic school, I didn't get a ride home. I had to walk through the Moody Manor. I went, I jumped right back into the hood. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? So that always stuck with me how they separated themselves from my neighborhood. So I definitely want to separate myself from that. I took the education. I took what I had, but I never forgot what I was and how they felt about me. Absolutely. To this day, I've never lost a game to a parochial school. I made it my business to go back and handle that business because I knew what they thought of me. Yes, sir. Indeed, indeed. Yeah, That's, totally. So, so you you have your Catholic school experience. Mm -hmm. uh, of course, you did the Mid City experience first. Yeah, first. Then you went to the Catholic school, and yes. they had probably never seen anything like you. No, no, no. With that no, intensity and that athleticism, no, they so um, time... they they tried to. I was averaging seven touchdowns a game, so they made a rule. You know, I had to come out after you get um so so much ahead. So I come back Moody in rule, and score, yes. yeah. I come back in and score on the first play, and then they had to pull me back out again. It was yeah. nuts. So yeah. all this stuff make you mad, you know. I try to call back touchdowns and keep my numbers down and all that. So, nope. I just took care of it when I got to Scott. Okay, so you you have a was there any or ever a chance 
of you not going to Scott? None. Okay. None. Um, that experience, what I knew what's, what was coming, I knew I wanted to be as competitive as I was. Um, I played with these guys without equipment. We played together, you know, on the streets. Yes. You know, we're in the same neighborhoods. Yes. So I don't have that fear. I don't believe that mystique. Whatever they fear, that's a part of me. I'm comfortable with it. So I, think, I really, I wanted to scorch the earth wearing maroon and white. And I didn't care, you know, what I had to do to do it. And that's why I started at such a young age. It was a plan. This wasn't just because I liked it. Um, <laughs> my family background um, is a very violent one. So okay. Okay. I needed to be um, honed in. And my father tapered me through sports. He okay. started me out with a Nerf ball and a diaper bucket at two years old. At 11 o'clock at night, I had to hit certain five shots, certain shots, and then I could go to bed. But he would get off work and walk over there, and I would, you know, get up and spend time with my father. Wow. So that relationship was built, you know what I'm saying, to block all those negative things out. No smoking, no drinking, no, you know how we grew up. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, he built me a basketball court in my backyard, so I didn't even have to go to McElwain. Exactly. Uh, yeah, so it was discipline from the jump. Mm-hmm. One one thing that you touched on, um, which I think is very significant, is you didn't fear the other athletes from the neighborhood when you got to Scott because those were the guys from your neighborhood. Exactly. They already so, tackled me without equipment. What in the heck am I going to That's cushion. Exactly. That's fine. Right. So that's, 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 I, I never thought of it that way because – you know, I hear a lot of times that Scott team in 85 was stacked and yeah. they feared in the city. Yes. But when we hit the field, it wasn't fear for me because I've seen these guys. No, exactly. Before. Exactly. You sitting right there eating out the same place right there with us. <laughs> exactly. Seeing you, seeing you in black and gold, I'll never, I'll never, it'll never look right to me. I understand that's your school. I respect that. <laughs> But it's like seeing a, a, a bulldog with a cat head on the body. It just don't look right. I, I know who that, you brother. are. I appreciate that, brother. No, your athleticism was meant for that neighborhood. You would have fit in perfect. You dominated your game over there in black and yellow. I respect that. But you was a true hunter from the beginning. <laughs> I appreciate that, brother. Some linebackers play the game. Some linebackers hunt. <laughs> look, you was a hunter. Look, look, I was not gonna get into no conversation about me. <laughs> yeah, I understand. But I but appreciate you have to understand that. that respect goes both ways, bro. Yes, sir. I am who I am because of you. I appreciate you, brother. Yes, sir. All right, from the discipline, from um, it was different. We wasn't running around getting in trouble. That's right. Mom had you cleaning the house and had stuff to be done before she got home, bro. Or we wasn't That's gonna right. be on the damn porch. You're right about that, brother. Right. Exactly. <laughs> now, that's a fact. <laughs> a big fact. Yes, sir. Like we were yes, talking to, uh, like the other night. It was, what, 1977 or so. We was watching, right. waiting on the Hall of Fame game when the rain, when that big storm came in. That's right. And we just yes. transferred it to the porch and just went virtual with our mind, what we want to do. Yeah. See, all those talks and dreams, that wasn't just talks. Those were plans being made. Exactly. Exactly. I remember seeing you. Uh, I think it was when Kason passed away. God rest his soul. Oh man, yes. yes. And I saw you in the parking lot, and right. and we greeted each other, man. I was so happy to see you. 
and you said you remember those conversations we used to have about traveling you was like man i did that i never forgot that right. and yeah. and what i wanted to tell you was after you went off we 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 kind of skipped over the toledo scott experience and you guys <laughs> dominated you dominated you went won the city championship yeah. uh back to back back to back and you had a great um city league run then you went off to college yes and so yes i used to go back in the neighborhood and get my hair cut and uh-huh. your, your picture was in the barbershop right <laughs> and i would always have a conversation about moody and what moody was doing and he was setting records over in yes, college tell, tell us about the transition from toledo scott to oh. college oh my goodness okay first off I signed with Akron University. I signed with Jerry Fox. He had just left Notre Dame. Yeah. And you know I'm coming from the dog there, man. So um, the recruiting process was crazy. Um, Barry Switzer and those guys, they was liars. You know what I'm saying? They <laughs> 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 only got two quarterbacks in front. They got 12. Right. So, yeah, exactly. So um, went to Akron. Um, I did not agree with the uh, the Division One politics. Um, it was culture shock, kind of, mm-hmm. but I was well prepared just from knowing who I am. Um, they got caught for steroids and a lot of things like that. I just n- did not want to be part of that. Yes. Um, once they timed me in the 40, they decided they wanted to keep that speed mm-hmm. and wanted to be a project around me and all that stuff and red me. Well, you know how hungry I was. I've been wanting exactly. to play since the fourth grade and I'm sitting here watching these guys that I can uh, run faster in intervals sideways and they are going forward. Mm -hmm. Um, I could not accept it. Um, I did what I was supposed to do. Um, uh, Worked hard. And uh, when I started to transfer, then they came up with all these plans they wanted to have for me and everything like Uh that. Uh, You know how I am. I made up my own mind and uh, I'll do it the hard way because I always have. Um, and I transferred to Little Defiance. If I'd have went to another Division One school, I would have had to sit out another year. That would have been a waste. Yes. So um, I went there. They were zero and nine year before I got there. Yes. Um, I called Rodney Taylor. Okay. He transferred from Eastern Michigan to come down with me. I called my cousin Scooby. He was in North Carolina. That was a center I had to get. I had to get pieces. Yes. Eddie Norris. Eddie Norris was already down there from start. Yes. So I had yes. a receiver. That's all I need, bro. I need one line. I was stronger than the whole line anyway. <laughs> I'm down there running an option with a center that weighed 170 pounds. Wow. When I got there. So um, within two years, I was a draft nominee for the Dallas Cowboys. Yes, sir. I led the country in kick returns with a 32-yard average. Um, I ran two back. Remember Rocket ran two back? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I did it that weekend and the weekend next. Yes. I was in the USA Today for that one. It was called Ohio Heroics. So that was like four 90 plus uh, kick returns yes. in two weeks. Yeah. Yes. So um, I grounded out there in a 1% black campus with hardly no equipment or anything like that. I trained like Mr. T. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. They start getting the money after we start winning, of course, but I was gone <laughs> by then. So uh, that, was, that was a, a heck of an experience. But um, from being grounded from the neighborhoods we came out of, knowing who you are, um, knowing not to fall, fall into uh, stereotypes, knowing exactly. how to talk to everybody 
and treat people with respect until it's time to handle things. Exactly. Um, it'll take exactly. you a long way. That's how um, looking a man in the eye and, and having a firm handshake and yes, ma'am, and no, ma'am, the basics. Yes, sir. Will get you in the door. Then you just take care of the rest of your business from there. That's that's the absolute truth. And and that's how we were raised. Um, right. You you did it and, and you gave us a quick um, synopsis of your career. But I do remember that you led the nation in kick returns because I was keeping up. Yes. And I do remember <laughs> that you took those two back for touchdowns. That became barbershop lore. Yeah, right. <laughs> so so that 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 did not go unnoticed. And and I do remember you getting a, a shot at the draft or, or getting a shot with the Cowboys as well as the kick mm -hmm. return. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I decided to stay and graduate. Yes. Um, yeah. I did not come out that year. Um, I got my degree in communication arts um, um, and, and a minor in, in criminal justice. Yes, sir. That was important. Mm -hmm. I know I couldn't play forever. After I went, uh, after I went and took my physical man and seen them, man, please. <laughs> oh my God. Some carnage. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I'll see why you can get, you know what I'm saying? In four years, you was, you was eligible for retirement. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. So it's not for everybody. I loved it. Um, concussions back then was the only way I was getting high anyway. <laughs> so I, I didn't do no drugs or drink nothing. Exactly. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So. Well, I, I just wanted the family to get a chance that, to hear from you and talk with you or listen to you uh -huh. and have them hear us talk right? And, so that they can get a better feel of who Robert Moody was and is. Um, Thank you. We saw you in the in the in the maroon and white, and then after that, going off to Defiance and and of course yeah. Akron, then Defiance, and doing what you did in football. But I still say to this day, you are the most intense guy that I've ever been around. Your intensity was unmatched. But um, uh, it's funny I, you say that, man. <laughs> I, I hear that a lot. Yes. Unmatched. You used to always have this scowl on your face, like, yeah. like it was it was before Ice Cube was Ice Cube. You was doing that back in the day, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I still I still look at people, man. Like uh, it's a coin toss. You know, I got that coin toss look. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you just like you just said something about my mama. You know exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's like that. So tell us, uh, Moody. Tell us what the a day in the life is for Robert Moody. Oh man, um, I'm down here in Bowling Green. Um, early in the morning, I have a wonderful classroom. I teach English and history. Um, I enjoy cooking and baking now, Henry. I'm a killer, I'm a killer in the kitchen. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. I got the baby backs marinating right now. I'm about to oh start cooking tomorrow. Yeah, so I really keep it simple. Um, I enjoy have a um, beautiful girlfriend. Um, everything is going well. Um, life is simple, man. I just I just keep it simple. I don't live above my means. Everything is excellent. Yes, sir. I love my friends. You know what I'm saying? I love coming home. I train every day still in Toledo. Wow. So I train to go home. Yeah, I'm, I'm wired that way. And <laughs> that's because of that intensity. I don't, these people don't understand down here. You know what I'm Absolutely. saying? Yeah. Yeah, you still carried in your brow. You still got yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I still train like I need to make. I just did a workout today that nobody would do unless she was on the contract. 
I had to put my workout partner's shoulder back in place the day before yesterday when we were doing shoulder. My goodness. My goodness. So, yeah. Robert Moody, the third, by the way, we are <laughs> honored. And we are certainly have been blessed with your presence here on the show. Former Toledo Scott Bulldog, a Bulldog great, a City League great, uh, that played back in an era where you had to have something to bring to the grass. Yes, something. You had to have something. Something. You couldn't right. just come out on the grass and just be there. You no, because we was, we was going to make sure that you knew if you were supposed to be there or not. <laughs> that is a fact. Immediately. Immediately. <laughs> Yeah, immediately. Yeah, it's the seventies and eighties athletes. Yeah, and, and so um, I, I think that this is great because sometimes you see pictures of guys, uh-huh. but then sometimes I would like to speak to those guys, right? Even those former right. Bulldogs who I idolize, like the Kenny Waddells and the Uh huh. My goodness, know, yes. You know, and then the the Truman Claters and mm-hmm. Mark Newburns mm-hmm. and those types of folk, but to get you on the show and let folks hear, not only they saw Robert Moody, but right. I'm sure gonna talk to him. But I'm gonna talk to the cast to show up. Cause we wanna hear from guys right. and see what are they doing now? And right. we are so pleased that you came on and but shared I'm so with honored. Them. When are you coming home? That's gonna be real soon. Uh, because right. my mother-in-law still lives in Toledo. Okay. So that's right. And, and as you, you know, stole, you stole pretty Tracy, I'm here. Yeah, <laughs> as you know, I married you a bulldog. Stole her and left. That's crazy. Yeah, it's and the matter as a matter of fact, another bulldog showed up at my door today. Julie Jeffries. No, <laughs> <laughs> that's Tracy's best friend. Her, that's her, yeah. So she's now uh, Julie Van Horse, and and her and her husband who played no in the way. Movie, by the way, uh, he played over at Howard, and then he went on to play for the Chargers. And oh, okay. But um, they come they come and visit us. Uh, probably a couple, two, three times a year. And so oh, she's here awesome. now. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bunch of barking going on around here. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> hey, look, man, I have to, um, at some point, I would like you to see what I really did become. Okay. You just seen that option running slinging quarterback. You're right. You need to see that intensity when I became a clavicle buster with speed. Okay. okay. So I'm proud of that. Yes, yes, we we, yeah. we can do that. Yes. <laughs> make that happen. Okay, no problem. All right. Family with Robert <laughs> Moody the third. Thank you for coming by, brother. Thank you, bro. One love, baby. It's all love. You got it. This podcast is about the athletes of the 70s and 80s, where we discuss athletics from the city of Toledo, Ohio. Check us out on Facebook. Athletes of the 70s and 80s.